this topic but we um, actually reached out on social media with hashtag it's a trap what is something <laughs> that you thought one thing but turned out it's a trap yeah right <laughs> yeah like when you walk into Target and you're just like oh look at that cute dollar section oh <laughs> yes we did get that quite a few times uh-huh and then I will purposely go in to Target with a list of three things and not get a cart on purpose. Oh, gosh. So that I only come out with the three things on my list. How's that working out for you? Not happened (laughs) yet. Not, not, not. But I bet you found creative ways to drag a ton of stuff through Target. I am so creative. I bet. And it's probably why I need to go to the chiropractor a lot. Right. (laughs) Oh gosh, somebody else said, um, when you're just going to go to the friend's house for one drink or happy hour, one margarita, whatever, mm. like that is a trap. And then you have a happy attack and you just have one more and then you, right. Well, and for me, it's like, oh, I'll have a drink, but now I need some carbs, right? Now I'm eating, oh, it's a slippery slip for me. Like I am going from one drink to now I'm having um, a bag of pretzels and wait, let's go ahead and get a cookie <laughs> while we're there. <laughs> Mine most recently has been a 70% off sale at my favorite um, bougie designer clothing store. Ooh. Uh, I left with five items, none of which were from the sale rack. It's a trap. Oh, girl, for real. Oh, and this one cracks me up. I agreed to help with the upcoming big event for the school. It's the first in-person event for kids and families. And I have a feeling I'm about to be recruited to be a PTA chair. It's a trap. Facts. Oh, oh my gosh. What about when you um, just go to this hour-long um, information seminar. seminar on a vacation so you can get like, oh, what are these three great gifts? A free vacay. Right, a free vacation. Yeah, come stay for a three-day weekend. All It's all on us. You just have to come for an hour and sit. Yes. And then they basically, like, hold you prisoner, I think. I don't know. I've never done it. So I didn't do that, but when we went to Mexico, we signed up for, we, like, they took us to a different resort, and we did one of those one-hour things that was actually three and a half hours. But we got, like, this really great um, dinner for two on the beach, um, candlelight, but... Y'all, first of all, a trap because we were there for hours. But secondly, on the beach for that little candlelight dinner for my birthday, I got eaten up by sand fleas. And I had welts everywhere, top to bottom. So here I am in Mexico. I am not going to not wear a bathing suit because I have welts all over me because I'm in Mexico. And I'm going to sit at the on beach. Y'all, people were terrified to get in the pool next to me. I itched all the way home. <laughs> a little leprosy. Stay away from that lady. I don't yes. think the chlorine will kill what she has. <laughs> so not only is that little um, dinner for two a trap, but also that cute little romantic dinner on the beach in Mexico. Don't do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is really funny. Like I can totally picture every single bit of that story that you're talking about. <laughs> oh, it was painful. <laughs> Oh, well, I think, you know, and these are all fun things that it's a trap. Right. But in life, we can get into situations that we shouldn't, whether it's with a coworker, maybe of the opposite sex, uh-huh. or it has to do with alcohol or 
um, maybe a little too much retail therapy or right. pride. You know, you get to an event and you're volunteering and then you get sucked in like, oh, well, this makes me feel really important. And you kind of lose sight of the reason that you're supposed to be there. Right. It turns more into pride or, or even not even pride, but a way to um, distract yourself from the things that are important. Oh, so that you yes. just can busy yourself. So busyness is a trap too, because it keeps us from um, dealing with our emotions, dealing with our relationships, and we keep on denying things and stuffing things in. But it is a slippery slope to sin. Yeah, I will say that I recently figured that out. Once again, it's a lesson I have to learn probably weekly, but I had really organized my entire house and I'm always avoiding something, right? Um, so I organized my whole house and it was fun, but it all in the name of I'm simplifying. So it's good, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm simplifying, but really I'm ignoring the things I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And recently it's been all about food prepping, um, really healthy foods. And it's great, right? Cause my son's eating more fruits and vegetables and we're eating more whole food plant-based, but all the things that I'm not doing, I'm supposed to be doing because I'm so focused on this one thing, staying busy. The over-focus. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, anything, well, I always say, too much of anything is a bad thing. Yes. Everything in moderation. And right. that goes for chocolate cake. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> that goes for all the way from chocolate cake to volunteering, right? Yeah. I mean, even the things that... Um, there's some things that we know aren't necessarily good for us, like chocolate cake with all the sugar and the calories and the fat and blah, blah, blah. But if it's in moderation, then it's okay. But then there are some things that it is really easy to lose sight of the fact that we need to do them in moderation because they just seem so good. Right. Like the volunteering at yes. school or the volunteering at church or the helping of others. And we can easily turn that into a negative thing. And it becomes a trap, a trap for us. So we're talking about Target setting a trap and the designer clothing store setting a trap and the PTA people setting a trap. But really, we set a trap for ourselves so often. And we need to open our eyes um, to that within ourselves and notice more of heaven instead of earth. Mm, Tell me about that. Mm, I, I found this amazing Elizabeth Bear Browning quote. And she said... Just four little words that caught my caught my ear. Earth's crammed with heaven. Ooh. I loved that. Yes. That's such a statement. We can get so sucked into the negative. What? Is there negative things going on in the world right now? I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) No, right? We can get so caught up in that, and that can also seem like a good thing, but it's not when we're over-focused. Right. Anything to an extreme, even a focus, and our thoughts can go into that negative pattern. And I love the idea that earth is crammed with heaven, but we've got to open our eyes to this, to yeah. take notice. Well, I always say, um, be careful what you look for because you're going to find it. Oh, so true. Oh my gosh, that is so true. I mean, if you're angry with somebody... You can look and find a thousand other things. Right. And Trust you can me, I've done it. Dig up stuff from the past. Oh, and yeah. 
a makeup stuff from the future <laughs> that they might do. I mean, we can be so creative. Right. Right? I mean, anyone who says, oh, I'm just not that creative. I'm like, okay, hold up just a minute. Let's think about that last time you were awake in the middle of the night and you heard a noise. Ooh. And think about how creative your imagination got. Right. When you were coming up with what it might be. Let's use it for good people. I'm sure there's a bear scratching at my back door at the porch. (laughs) (laughs) Your girl lives in the middle of Raleigh, but you know, it's possible. Hey, there are bears around here. Yeah. There's all kinds of things. Um, More like a bear bottom streaking down the street from (laughs) NC State. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's probably a few of those. Definitely some dudes, some fraternity boys that have been thrown into the Meredith Lake naked oh. and left behind for fraternity stunts. Oh my goodness. We digress. Uh, yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know, the little things noticing, like the compassion from others. I have noticed that so much recently, mm-hmm. you know, after losing my dad. Just the little things that people do, um, that compassion it could be just a, a, an action, a small word, a deed, anything. I remember saying in front of your youngest, Any, when people are nice to me, it makes me cry. And, and he was like, <laughs> looked at me like, what? That is so weird. Shouldn't it? You know, you could tell he was thinking, shouldn't it be when people are mean to you, it makes right. you cry? <laughs> um, but, you know, if we open our eyes to that, that is heaven here yes. on earth. Yeah. That is Jesus living through these other people, through their compassion. And, you know, when we take time to be alone mm-hmm. with ourselves and the Lord out and quiet and in nature, we can certainly notice how heaven, the rhythms of heaven and creation are surrounding us. Yes. You know, my place for that is at the beach. That's when I feel the closest. I think you're similar. Mm -hmm. Um, Outside, anywhere is probably my second, except in the city. I'm just too distracted. There's way too many, like, you know, hypervigilance going on for me. But if I'm out in, you know, even in my yard, um, you just see so many different beautiful flowers or I hear all the different birds. Just think of all the bird calls. That is a creative God. For sure. Right? I love that. I just sit and listen. I'm like, babe, listen to the birds. And my son's like, yeah, okay, mom. You know, but for me, because I'm older and a little more sentimental, I guess, um, I just hear God everywhere. And, you know, first thing in the morning mm-hmm. when there's not a whole lot of traffic, yeah. open your window, just sit and listen. You know, to me, that just shows God's great love. Mm-hmm. for us. I mean, he we wouldn't know any difference if he had created the world and he was like, okay, here's some birds. They're going to look different, but they're all going to say the same thing. Right. Like, we wouldn't know. But no, he cared so much about every single detail and us and put so much love into creation that not only do they look different, but they sing different songs. Mm-hmm. And it's so... If that is such a beautiful thought to me because yes. that's how each of us are. Oh, yes. You know, like we all kind of can be pinpointed into certain personality traits and backgrounds and such, but but we're all unique mm-hmm. in our own way, even with our similarities. I love that. You know, this is kind of going to be, I'm going to throw this at you and I should have thrown it at you sooner, but um, before we recorded, <laughs> but for me church can be a trap. Mm. 
And when I say that, I mean, we can get so caught up in um, our righteousness. Is that a good word for it? Yep. That we can become very legalistic and judgy and push everybody else away because they're not measuring up. That is a trap. That is a trap. It's also a trap to think that if you go to church on Sunday, then you have crossed God off your list for the week. Mm -hmm. That is a trap. That is not, we must be looking for him, heaven crammed into earth in every single bit of every single day. And I love that statement again, that heaven crammed into earth, because when you start to acknowledge God in the everyday aspect, like being outside, looking at the clouds, you start to commune with God and you don't even know it. Yes. And so that is probably how my relationship, my true relationship with God started, mm. was noticing those little things and just saying, wow, that is amazing. It is acknowledging his greatness right there in front of you. Um, and that is where the personal relationship with me started, aside from my very angry journal. <laughs> <laughs> well, God can handle it. Oh, yes. Thankfully. He can take it. You know, that that's the beauty of it. And I think, you know, there's more... We notice more of heaven crammed into earth in the giving and receiving of kindness mm -hmm. from others, not the judgment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is not heaven crammed into earth. <laughs> yes, that um, is definitely not. But the kindness, the little tiny, like we were saying, I mean, it's compassion. Showing compassion, I think, is different. Um, compassion is more like a feeling that you may have for someone, but then giving or receiving is an action. It's a verb. Mm -hmm. of kindness mm -hmm. you know and I think being able to receive the kindness and to also give it is so much of heaven here on earth so it's interesting I remember you saying that to my son that it's hard when people are nice to you it makes you cry so I'm just wondering what about it is it hard for you to accept kindness from other people because you are such a giving person but oftentimes people are such givers have a hard time receiving. I would agree with that. I mean, I think, you know, that is generally in my role is yeah. caring for others, helping others. Not that I haven't been in a thousand situations where I've, I've needed help. And I think it is a lot harder for me that, um, and that it's overwhelming for me, like in a, in a good sense right. that, wow. Okay. These people love me. Mm -hmm. and they care about me and not that I question that but I think it's pausing to accept that in that moment and noticing the compassion and receiving the gift of kindness and um, that can be so overwhelming and it, it does make heaven feel right here yeah, among me you know among us yeah. and within me well, and I think I love the fact that now you are understanding why people always are like, she's so amazing. And you're like, I'm not amazing. I'm just being myself, right? Or I'm just doing what I feel like I should be doing. Now you understand why people say that because you're getting the receiving end of it, right? Which you don't often get. Right. And so now you're understanding why, it, not that people should ever hold you on a pedestal, but you understand no. why people value you so much because you are such a compassionate person. That is definitely how God made me. Yeah. I am thankful for the friends that um, <laughs> one recently was like, I would like to bring you a meal and just let me know what day is good for you. 
Oh, well done. So this is great. I'm glad you're uh-huh. saying this. And y'all, I have struggled so much. This is a total, like, I guess it's a trap also, but um, I have not known how to serve Allison in this time. I've, you know, sent her text messages and maybe brought her something small, but I always hear like, hey, don't ask them what they you can do for them. Just do something for them. But then I'm also like, what does that look like? I don't know what to do. And so I love that you just gave us well, but example. He, but here's what I said. No, it's really fun. We're Seriously. over at Mom's a lot and back and forth. And it's really okay. But thank you so much. Allison. And she said, <laughs> no, I'm going to bring you a meal. Okay. <laughs> Even if you put it in your freezer, tell me what day you would like it. <laughs> I don't know who you are, friend, but you are a rock star, and you just pushed her right into the uncomfortable zone she needed to be in. And she was so right. Like, that day that I told her, like, I, it was as if, you know, everything had just sort of culminated, and so many things, all the planning, and all the stress, and the grief had caught up, and I had literally come home, and fallen asleep on the couch, and I woke up five minutes before the doorbell rang, and I, there was no way I could cook dinner that night. Uh-huh. You know, and so sometimes you have to be pushy, I guess is what I'm saying. I love you, friend. I think we're probably yeah. caught from the same cloth, whoever you are. So. Oh, my gosh. And I think that goes, you know, like, um, wh- what gets in the way and prevents us from noticing that earth is just crammed with heaven is that we make assumptions. Mm. You know, like, I'm making an assumption, like, I don't want to bother her, Um she's so busy with two young kids and I'll be fine. We can Uh order takeout like the assumptions that we make about something that's happened or someone. And so we just move on. Yeah. You know, instead of allowing that person or that situation to, to flush itself out with like heaven here on earth. And then we also let, you know, the fear and stress overwhelm our thoughts and observations. Mm. We don't take the time Mm -hmm. to notice and to be still and quiet. And, Because we just stay busy. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before, but probably no one else remembers, so I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Um, I was in a staff meeting one time um, when I worked at a church, and they were saying, you know, the lined paper that you had in school, the outer edge was called the white space. So you have to make sure you have white space in your life. And if you don't have white space in your life, where are you leaving room for God? Um, I was pretty cynical at that time in my life and I thought, well, I'd have white space if I didn't work here. But anyways, (laughs) I did get a lot more white space when I no longer work at that job. But we do fill our white space Mm. because I don't know about you, but like when I'm supposed to be paying attention in class, I'm doodling on the outside of those lines, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why I wasn't a good student. Um, But I couldn't leave the white space. I had to fill it with something. And so I just wonder, what are you filling your white space space with? Yeah. What trap are we falling into? The busyness trap, the I have it all together. Or, you know, I don't really have anything to give today. Or mm. so we didn't talk about this, but I'd like to close with something. This is a total surprise for you. Shocker. Shocker. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing <laughs> one on you this time. Nice. So um in my quiet time with the Lord over the past this was actually the Friday before my dad passed away, but um, in my quiet time, I was asked this question from the Lord. Is it a journey? Is it really a journey or is it a rhythm? 
And I think that this gets us stuck sometimes um, thinking about, we have always heard our whole lives that the Christian um, life, it's a journey, you know? And so this is my open heart response to that, what the Lord poured into my heart. I think that thinking about switching our mindset could really open our minds and our eyes to seeing more of heaven crammed into earth. Is it a journey or a rhythm? I believe it's more than a journey or a walk with God, more than this linear landscape I've embraced for so long. A journey feels fretfully long, lonely, mm. exposed, and is so much easier to judge or to be judged by the length and the distance you may have come. Two steps forward and three steps back, they say. But a rhythm, a rhythm allows you to step into the fateful symphony always there and waiting for us to step up and join in the beauty, just as we are. Some days a trumpet and others the old lady in the front pew who sings off key, but all <laughs> are welcome. God created this world in a rhythmic fashion that created all that's around us here and in the heavens. His glory is in the rhythm woven into heartbeats, waves of the ocean lapping on shores, steady seasons, phases of the moon and sunrises and sunsets. He is in the rhythm of raindrops falling, rocking chairs, the beating of butterfly wings, the hum of a content child, twinkle of a star, and the sway of trees in the gentle wind or wild gale. He is in the rhythm of labor pains and the final breaths at death, laughter and tears that flow down warm cheeks, buoys riding the waves in the vast expanse of the oceans, a newborn's cry, the blooming of a flower, and even the rise of proofing bread. Step into the gentle movement and rhythm that surrounds you. Join the rhythmic symphony of creation just as you are, with no judgment or expectations, and simply ask, what melody is your life playing? Mm, that's gorgeous. I love so, it. So I think changing our mindset mm -hmm. from we're on this journey, this linear you know, oh, today I did so great, yesterday I didn't, blah, 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 blah. We're here, we're there, we're everywhere, we're back, we're forward. Where can you step into this rhythm of creation and the world today? Where can you be a part of heaven crammed into this earth today? You may be spectacular today, like first string, you know, violin. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, maybe you just can't. All you got is an off-key, you know, note on the back pew, not right. even the front. <laughs> and that's okay. But step into it. I love it because, you know, journey is striving. Yeah. Um, never thought of it like that. Uh, I hadn't either. But I do think when you move in rhythm with God, you will naturally be on a journey to who you are. Yes, for sure. But it's not striving. It's really just connecting with God. Mm -hmm. And joining that rhythm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I definitely want to live my life cramming heaven into earth mm, these I love days. It. Yes. We hope that's what you do this week, and we hope you've been inspired by the conversation today. All right. We'll see you next week on the Center on the Center.